he's prime. <laughs> What's up, people? How are you doing? I'm not going to mess it up this week. <laughs> I am a champion. That's right. I'm a champion. You'll soon find out why. Uh, what's up? Thank you so much for listening to Weekly Games Chat. I know a lot of you listen to us every week and sometimes more than that. How is that possible, you ask? It's called the internet and you can just listen as much as you want. It's great. Al Gore invented it. Or so he did not. I don't know. But anyway, again, my name's Sean. This is Weekly Games Chat and I'm going to welcome my two friends uh, because this is how we roll. We roll together. We are friends, uh, bad boys for life and some Skittles. John is saying he's not my friend. Sometimes I actually believe that. It's crazy. So uh, instead of saying he's the best half this week, he loses that title. What's up, John? How you doing? Hello, Sean. Hello, Chris. I, I'd like to I'd like to introduce um, an, an old Chinese proverb. I think it was Confucius who once said, screw Alabama. And we're going to welcome Chris. Chris, how you doing, buddy? Roll. Uh, uh, we had a, uh, we had yeah. It's really funny. Uh, we had a, you know, we had a big game that we cared about. Chris and I did, and I'm I'm sure there's some of you Richards who did as well. But Chris and I kind of we watched it together. We hung out in um, digital uh, form. an app, <laughs> and we we had a good time. And yeah, it's I was thinking about this today. You know. In our part of the world, are if you're a fan of that football team last night, mm-hmm. you're a happy person today. But there are a ton of people in the world <laughs> who don't even know the game happened <laughs> or care that that happened because uh, they got other stuff going on, like you know, their sports and their worlds and their countries and their problems. And that's kind of it. Hit me today in a weird way. I was like, wow, it's kind of crazy. It kind of cray. Or they're yeah. Uh, j- Ohio uh-huh. State fans, and they just want to forget that game happened. <laughs> yeah, but you know, speaking of Ohio State, man, I watched them play uh, a little bit this year. They this is a pot shot. They didn't play that many games, so. <laughs> uh, but they uh, they look good a lot, and I think they played their best game on Clemson against Clemson. Yeah, in the in the game right before the the Natty, the national championship. Uh, and and I gotta say that Justin Fields is a tough kid, you know. I didn't know he had. Did you know he had a hip pointer in the previous game? Yeah, That's what I the watched. Official injury line. was. Yeah. Well, I, I know he got speared like Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> but I see John Goldberg is. But I didn't know. Uh, you know, it was a hip pointer. I thought it was more like a rib injury type deal. Yeah. And and buddy, you know, he, you could tell he was a little affected. I think there would have been more runs he may have tried to take in the game that, last uh, night. But it was fun, man. He had that. It was kind of sad. He had that one sack where you could just tell him getting up, he was feeling it. <laughs> yeah, he was feeling it. Imagine having a hip pointer and getting hit again. Yeah. The, the, I, can, I, I can't relate because it didn't happen, thank God. But I remember, you know, when I was injured, I was terrified to fall again. Mm-hmm. You imagine? that would, and, and then he's going out there, he's like, yeah, I got a hip pointer and I'm going to get hit in my hip again. Bring it. What's up? Football that's, players? That's, they're a different breed, man. I mean, prime example. So Alabama on their football team, the center, what two weeks ago, three weeks ago, tore his ACL, mm-hmm. had surgery this past week, mm-hmm. and as an he's a senior, and so as a, as a you know curtain call, as a you know, hey man, go go rock it out. He convinces the coach 
to go in and take the last two snaps. These are meaningless snaps. These are just killing time. Uh, but that's how t- he, he, he tried to block the person in front of him after he snapped it. Like, bro, your leg, you, you just had surgery. It's probably and then, bleeding. And then he carried Nick Saban across the field. Yeah, it's crazy. But, um, but it, yeah, you know, it is what it is. But, you know. Yeah. Roll tide one more time. Roll and, tide. and thank you to the we had a we had we did have some some peeps that reached out to us. Tuss. What is Tuss? Really? Tuss. <laughs> and uh we're like, you know, we're we're fans of this team or whatever, but you know, we're kinda hoping you you know your team wins. And that that's pretty cool. So yeah. Uh John, you staying warm. It's been really cold in our in our neck of the woods, hasn't it? Are you been pretty good? Um yeah, I'm I'm I've been good, but um um, I'm making Aiden do all the chores that are required of you to go outside. <laughs> you know? like, yeah. Uh, you know, just, just now it was, uh, Clarissa is going to go pick him up from, from rock climbing. And, uh, I said on the way back, when you pull up, can you make him get out and pull the, the cans up back up to the house? You know, stuff like that. I ain't going out there unless I have to. And what is it? It's, uh, it's 43 degrees, so anybody anywhere in the world could probably be making fun of us right now, including once upon a time, uh, Chris, who is from uh, Maryland, England, uh, Harris County, all three. <laughs> I so do not. I will never yeah. claim. I will never claim Harris County. <laughs> He's not claiming the county. <laughs> I was there for four years. It was an experience, and I moved on. <laughs> yeah. You had an all right quarterback. Yeah, at your high school. No, no, that's that's a generous statement. <laughs> Somebody from Harris County cures cancer. Mm-hmm. That's He's all gonna claim it. You're gonna yeah. be like, I yeah. have, I, I, I spent Hashtag some time HT, HT for life, yo. It's, some, 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 some it, it's weird now, like even me driving through I, there because I'm just. I was educated in the great county of Harris. <laughs> no. the county yeah. of Harris. No. <laughs> it's it's weird driving through there now because I just don't even. Most of it, especially the southern part, I don't even recognize it anymore. Just, it's changed you just so shut much. Your eyes all the way through. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! We're gonna make it. That's right, it's, John. It's crazy. Forty three to people who live in like you know the coldest places on earth. That's nothing. Forty three is still pretty chilly, and with a little wind, you know. And you uh, know, when you're in Colorado, where my brother lives, that kind of wait, cold whoa. is it? You have yeah, a brother. I have a brother. I have a brother. <laughs> He's an older brother. Smarter, not as good looking, but he's definitely smarter than me. Wow. Um, yeah, I, I saw you I saw you nodding, Chris. So I mean, uh, you've told me where degrees, he works. <laughs> Forty three degrees is not the same type of cold it is here than it is there. It's it's right. a, it's not it, it doesn't feel the same because you know, you're at a higher elevation, the sun's usually out most of the time. So by the time you're it's two o'clock in the afternoon, you're gonna want to take your parka off. Yeah, you know. So it's just a different type of weather. Yeah. In, and Michigan, I gotta, in Michigan, though, it's wet. <laughs> lake yeah. effect winds. It's crazy. Like, cause yeah. they have, I don't know if you know this, Chris, but they have great lakes around Michigan. That's what I've been told. <laughs> I got to say, I'm, I'm rocking. Okay lakes. Oh, yeah, they're, they're okay. I'm rocking this, uh, this swag I got from Blizzard, um, this hoodie. And it, I got to tell you, it is not a warm hoodie. <laughs> the wind eats right through it. I went out to do the same thing John's going to have Aiden do. To pick up the, actually, I was putting something in the can, which is by my house, and I walked to the mailbox to uh, check something to see if Amazon had showed up. They had not, and I was like, "Ooh, I wish I had uh, Tinley." So the cold, <laughs> the cold goes right through your sweater. 
Yeah, it's it's one of the and I learned this. I need proof. Show me your nipples. Okay, well they're hard. (laughs) Here we go. (laughs) But uh, it's crazy how I learned about different materials riding a motorcycle back in the day. You think something is a heavy jacket? Go on a motorcycle and just pull off. You'll find out real quick what's good and what's not. (laughs) But uh, what you boys been up to this week? Anything? Anything? I mean, Chris and I, of course, we we were looking forward to the championship game, John. Uh, I. I don't know what you've been. I, I kind of used to spy on you, on on here, and I would see that you were playing video games. And I think you and I talked about this the other day. You're not really playing much anything, so I don't I don't know what you're getting into these days. Are you reading a book? Are you watching a show? What you I doing? read a I read a book over the weekend. I'm in, I'm on another book now, and I've dabbled with. Uh, I got back into um, what's that game called? Valhalla. Valhalla. <laughs> And then I've, uh, when I have the chance, um, you know, when when Aiden goes to bed, <laughs> I'll, I'll fire up Immortals and uh, tinker with that. And Somebody so, uh, on your on your PlayStation Five was playing a game, uh, Rocket League. Was that Aiden? Oh yes, uh, Aiden is all over that. He yeah. it's it's funny because he'll he'll spend hours upon hours playing online with his friends, and it's amazing. He'll, he'll just bounce back and forth between, uh, rocket league and, um, and Fortnite. It's like, Oh, let's get, it's, it's almost like kids getting bored with a toy and moving on to the next toy oh, yeah. within an yeah. hour. It's fast, yeah. but, uh, you know, it, it really is kind of the chance when, when you're cooped up like this, it's the chance to sort of socialize with your friends. So for sure, we're sort of giving them, do you guys remember if we, and it's hard. I, 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 I'm a kid at heart. I'm never going to forget what it was like being a kid and growing up. I think that's important to carry through your adulthood. Right. But I don't remember if we process things as, as, and you just alluded to it, John, as fast as kids do these days. And you, you're noticing it with Aiden and video games. I notice it when I DJ, you know, like a high school prom type event and the kind of music that was hot a week ago, they're already done with it. They're done. And and I feel like they just kind of eat and chew through things so fast. They live in the um, moment. Yeah, they live in the current absolute moment. They and it's already old. They're done with it. They get bored with it. But I have I got to tell you guys, I did see that like my eldest. I feel like I feel like we have hope. So I'm I'm gonna keep tabs on on my uh, journalism <laughs> and this story <laughs> that I'm covering. And I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna see what I conclude you know, once I have more data, but I don't remember us being like that. Well, I think, I think it's, a, I think it's a generational difference for sure. Um, and you can take this as a disparaging comment or not. You take it how you want it. You can interpret it how you want it. I think that, I think kids these days, <laughs> old timers that we are, we're boomers. Um, I think part of that processing of information quickly it's not an advancement on on the species. It's no different than what we were capable of doing. It's just they have access to everything at once in this in the blink of an eye, and there's no real tangible value mm. for things that maybe you and I had growing up. That's true because we had it, we savored it, we didn't always have it, and you know, you you you, you we we all talk about birthdays and Christmas. That's when we got our NES games. Yeah, <laughs> you know? it's like. like yes. So it's just a, it's just a different value system. Not it, it, it's neither bad nor good. At least I won't make any judgment on it. But uh, yeah, you know, it's a few years ago. I was actually talking to Aiden about it last night while we were watching the game. It was he was once he was once sitting in my chair 
watching Fortnite videos on YouTube, playing Fortnite on Switch, watching Netflix on his phone. Now, I don't know. I've, I don't know how to do that. I don't, I've never, I've never known how to absorb all this at once. And I'll go, Aiden, what did they just say on the TV? And it annoys the stew out of me when he tells me exactly what they said on the TV. Yeah. Because I can't. Dude, I, can't I, I get made fun of by some of my closest friends on how if I'm looking at, like, say, a phone, I don't hear what you said. Yeah. Or if I hear, if I, if you, it's just, I, I don't know how they do it. You're exactly right. Like, it's, it's crazy. And, and Tinley, to your point, she'll sit uh, with an iPad uh, on the couch. She'll have Disney Plus running. Now they, on the iPad, she's watching like LOL surprise videos on the, on the Disney plus she's watching some cheer or Disney movie she's seen a thousand times and she's playing with the dog and she's like literally painting an art project. It's like, I just, I, I, I can't do that. <laughs> It'd be amazing to see what their generation is like when they are say our age. Right. Yeah. That's crazy. And like, you know, John joked about it, but it, we are getting older and it happens crazy fast, man. Speaking of old guys, I went to the eye doctor today. Oh my God. Um, you got, you got one of them stigmatisms. No, I've had that since I was <laughs> second grade, but now I'm getting progressive lenses. Oh, oh my, uh, which God. I resent because I don't want anything to do with that word. Right. <laughs> That's funny. But uh, yeah, this is so basically, funny. It's, it's basically the new it's the new PC word for what is essentially bifocals. It's just yes. they're, they're they're designed a lot differently now. So that's that's happening. So I am old as dirt. <laughs> yeah, I went. I went. Uh, so to all of our younger folks, if you don't regularly go to your doctor because you think you're good, you know you probably are, but. When you get up in the age a little bit, just go have a checkup once a year, make sure you're good. And I've started doing that. And so I go, I go for a fasting lab. I don't know what you, if you don't know what that means, that means you don't get to eat food until you have your lab done. And it's devastating. <laughs> it's, it's, I think it starts at midnight the night before Yeah, you, you fast through the night to. Well, my, my doctor says, yeah, you could have had all the water you wanted. Um, and even a black cup of coffee if you wanted. I was, I was like, okay, well that's good to know in the future. I was scared to brush my teeth, but, uh, <laughs> so we, we get in, I get in there and they're like, Oh, by the way, you're done with us, but you got to go get a chest X-ray and, uh, EKG. The doctor just likes having these things on file for us. And I'm thinking, what in the fuck is going on right now? Uh, and, and Bob, like, wellness, <laughs> willingness, uh, the, the, my, my wife, your uh, wife, she, yeah, y'all boys are on it. That's what's up. She said the chest X-ray is because I did have COVID six six over six months ago. Sure. And the EKG is just because he's wanting you know readings on where I'm at and I'm I'm up there and I was like, what in the fuck is going on? But um, yeah. So so now that we've stopped uh, old man talk, weekly <laughs> weekly old guy talk. <laughs> Speak for you for you two. I'm still in my my youth of my thirties. Yeah, you are, I, and it's crazy. I'm it's in group. C of the COVID. Well, when I hang out with your friend Vaccine. Josh, our friend Josh, uh, he reminds me constantly of how much younger he is than me. Yeah, and I vividly remember I was always the young guy in every circle of friends I ever was around. I was that when John and I. Well, I started at uh, where we work uh, <laughs> almost <laughs> uh, before John. Then John joined, and 
you can, I'm sure, attest this, John. Like, I was usually the baby on the team for the longest time because I was like only 22 at that point when you came in. I, yeah. I, re- I, I've always been around you since I started knowing you, and I know that you're like no crap. Yeah, I sure. don't remember your voice sounding different. So in my head yeah. just now, I was like, did he have a baby voice? Hi. No, Chris, Chris has the face that you know if you look if you look at old photos of him, you go, wow, he did used to look like that. But mm-hmm. to me, he always looked like the way he looks. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> the the crazy thing for people is like I, I'm sure it doesn't hold up as much now. Is like when I actually shave the beard off, and you just go, oh wow. Yeah, youth. <laughs> That's how it used to be. You're like, there's a baby face under there. But I often forget, I don't know why I forget that uh, Chris is younger than us. And I question this, I posit this question to you, Sean. Why do we let him talk back to us the way he does? You're absolutely right. He needs a... We need to put that youngster in check. Yeah, he needs a he needs a check, possibly a timeout. Whatever, and, dad. And boys you and don't girls, control come, me. I moved out. We come out. from a generation to where if uh, you need to get a, you know... He needs to be whippersnappered at least. Yeah, yeah. Hey, if you watch. need a, a whipping, uh, whatever. Watch. We turned out all right, you know? Watch this. Watch this. <laughs> Ban hammer. And we're muted. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. What are we looking on time, Chris? You're at 18. So, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, if you listen to us for these last 18 minutes, thank you so much. This is the part of the show. We kind of hang out. We're just us. We talk about whatever. Uh, if this is one of your first times or your first time, yeah. Uh, and you're like, well, why they said the show was going to be about whatever the show is going to be about. Well, that's coming up right after this. Um, and if you boys are ready, do you have anything else, uh, to add to our, our last week of adventures? In this world? Okay. Go ahead, John. I want to give a quick shout out to, uh, Tommy Lasorda who passed away this week. Oh yeah. Oh, Rest yeah. in peace. Yeah. Um, R.I.P. I, I he's I, he's one of the most iconic major league baseball managers ever. Yeah. It's funny, you know, growing up and all I think about when I think of him is um with the Stunfast <laughs> system, I have a delicious steak for breakfast, yes. one for lunch, and then a healthy dinner. Even pasta. <laughs> and that even pasta is great. Give us a week, we'll take off the weight. But he uh, was one of the most every, iconic slim fast spokesmen. <laughs> every every listener who is born from like nineteen ninety eight or later has no idea. No idea <laughs> yeah. about the, the, the if you if you're young if you're one of those listeners and you Google Tommy Lasorda or if you just you you had a great set of parents who who taught you about you know stuff like baseball and if you're on the West Coast like the Dodgers you know. Uh, Tommy Lasorda was an icon. Is still an icon, and he'll be missed. And, and and real quick, you know, Alex Trebek passed. Did you guys see that Ken Jennings hosted Jeopardy? I thought that was pretty cool. I have not watched that episode, but see, John Ken Jennings, what? <laughs> the champion Jeopardy guy. Really. I did enjoy champion their. Uh, I did enjoy champion their <laughs> their uh, video montage that they had to him. Uh, you was... know, there's nothing better than a video montage. And when we right. put this thing live, like if we decide to you know put it out you know whoa yeah i, I, always, totally I always put it out yeah, um, you do. <laughs> we're gonna have video montages left and right we're gonna we're gonna blow dr disrespect's video montages out the water um <laughs> but if you boys are ready to pivot i'm ready to pivot you know like jeremy pivot wait it's pivot, pivot away <laughs> pivot away pivot away pivot away now pivot
And as promised, we have made it, ladies and gentlemen, to the topic time version section, you know, of the show. Now shut up. God, John will laugh at me. So awful. And Chris is now going to tell you what that topic time was. The topic is the most anticipated games of 2021. Once again, we'll remind you that when we do go on video, you'll see Chris's arm go up and it is the greatest thing ever when he says the topic. John confirms. Uh, yeah, it could go vi- It could be a. It could be a meme. It could be. Uh, uh, we're gonna say GIF or GIF, however you want to say it. GIF. It could be great. It could be great. But if we say GIF, I think of peanut butter. You know, that's their problem. Right, are, are you boys? I'd never ask you guys this. Are you crunchy or smooth? Let's be honest. Crunchy. You're crunchy. Your team crunchy. Man. Who is he? I'm team smooth. John tiebreaker. Smooth on bread, crunchy on toast. And John has thrown a curveball into the mix. <laughs> we have no winner. The crunchy, uh, if, you, if you spread it on crunchy, uh, if you spread it on regular bread, it tears the bread. Yeah, it does. You got to toast that bread. You got to toast that bread, son. You know. I remember my first time. Nice bread. <laughs> yeah, that's what's up. I, and you know, that's one of those things you think that we would know of each other. And until right now, I had no idea Chris liked crunchy peanut butter. I just love peanuts. So. It's got to be harder, Chris. It's got to be harder for Penny to get off. Mm-hmm. Whoa, mm-hmm. this is true because you know the scratches you know, and everything. You know, <laughs> if you happen to listen to us last week, we did our top five games of 2020. Uh, Chris and I cemented the fact that we both believe Last of Us Two was our game of the year, and oh. John, John had a. It was classic. I loved every every minute of his of his describing his number one game, which was Doom Eternal. Uh, it is fantastic to know that my friend John loves that series. Mm-hmm. This week, uh, we are going to count down our top three most anticipated games, and each one of us have uh, our set of three. And much like last week, if we all, if if we happen to have the same game, we'll kind of comment on it and say where it lands on our list. Unless it's number one, we are going to hold those, you know, until we bust at the end. So yeah, I love busting, Sean. I got to right. tell you. If you if you name a game, a specific game that you're looking forward to this year, uh-huh. and I'm speaking of a game that is very specific, one in my mind that you could say uh-huh. you're not allowed to play it for three years. Mm. Even if it's my number one game. <laughs> uh it's it's I also and I'll get into this later when I read emails and I tap into the Discord email section. I did pose this uh I posed that same question, you know, what's your most anticipated game to our listeners? And they did respond a little bit. So that should be fun. If you're wondering when that happens, it'll of course be after we ramble on about our topic, which is our most anticipated games of 2021. So are we going to do it like we did last week? I may, um, I may have the random number generator up. Chris has it up. We'll do a random number generator. Last week I was number one. I would like to be number three this week. Okay. John. John can still be number two, and you can be number one this week. Finally. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Here we go. All right. Three. <laughs> <laughs> number three goes first. Yep. And that's me. So my number three most anticipated game is a game that uh, I have kind of wanted for a long time. 
boys. I didn't. I, I if you look behind me right now, there's a clue on what my number three game oh, is. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And and what's funny about when we do this, uh, we we always hope that the games are going to come out in the year they say they're going to come out. Uh, I think this game is going to come out. I specifically, I specifically, when I made my list, was like the three that I chose. I'm very confident will be out. Maybe one of them I could see getting delayed. Um, but you know, same. like for instance, like I'll just go on and say I'm sure it's probably the same for you guys. If God, if God of War Ragnarok probably come like somehow came out this year, which they said 2021, but no one believes then I think probably for all three of us, I'd be willing to take a bet that would be our most anticipated game of the year. So, I'm not going to answer that, Chris, because I oh. don't give away my answer. Uh, <laughs> that's like saying, you know, you're around your friends, you're like, yeah, if you uh, if you hooked up with her, you're going to get, like, mouth syphilis. <laughs> or, and you're the guy who hooked up with her, and you're like, uh. If, if, if all of a sudden tomorrow, you know, um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm just trying to move on from that. Like, Todd Howard <laughs> came out and said Starfield here's the reveal of what it is and all that, then I would be very confident and be out by the end of the year. But, and that would probably be in my top three most anticipated, but yeah, I don't know when well, the, that's coming. <laughs> the The reason I, I, I truly believe that my, my number three game, which is Hogwarts legacy mm-hmm. is going to come out uh, is simply because they've got it listed on every platform. It's not a PS five or Xbox series X, you know, exclusive along with windows. They've got PS4, Xbox One. They got all of them listed, which means they're ready for the game to run on everything. And if you push that for too long, what's the point I'm putting on, you know, for those, you know, those old, those old consoles now, you know what I mean? Uh, and for me, I always, I always wanted a, you know, an MMO in the Hogwarts, Hogwarts, you know, world and the, in the fantasy world that is Harry Potter. And I'm a huge Harry Potter fan, so this is a no-brainer for me. When I saw this, um, I absolutely went, you know, nuts. Uh, I'm a little weary that it's going to be an action RPG, but, you know, Mm -hmm. and not that open-world MMO that I was hoping for, but I think it's going to be just fine. There is no way that you're knocking on the door right now during podcast recording time. She did. She did knock on the door. I don't think she heard me. Um, but it, you know, the plot that I've seen, you know, in, in the videos that I've seen, it's going to be set. Uh, you're going to be a student at Hogwarts. You're not going to be, you know, one of the main characters. Uh, you're going to get to choose your house. You're going to get to choose, you know, or, or not choose, but attend classes. Uh, and then there's probably going to be in my imagination, things are going to be absolutely insane because you're going to go on some of the same expense, you know, not expenses adventures that the characters from the books and movies did. Uh, you know, learning spells, taming beasts. It's going to be pretty, uh, pretty epic. I think if they nail it, um, it does have JK Rowling involved in it. So it's going to be authentic. It's going to be real. Um, you know, and like I said, I'm a huge Harry Potter fan. I cannot wait boys. That is my number three title. And that, I got to tell you that that almost was my number two. That's how much yeah. I love Sean. I'm going to name my character. I'm very excited for this game too. I think it's going to be amazing. I'm going to name my character Larry Totter. <laughs> you know, I'm going to do something like, you know, screw you. This is Harry Potter and you know, there's nothing you could do about it. Right. I think it actually takes place in like the 1800s or something like that. Yeah. So it takes place a century or so before. Yeah. Um, I don't know. 
I think the studio actually came out and said that she's not directly involved. Um, oh, I'm sure. I'm sure she's involved in some. No, maybe not directly, but yeah, her artistic yeah. input. Maybe. She's, maybe that she's involved in that. She will get a nice check when this game comes out. Absolutely. I think they. I think they distance themselves from her. You're right. I totally miss that reasons, for reasons. But yeah, I'm totally with you on this. I, I, for reasons. Uh, <laughs> she's she's full of controversy. That J.K. Rowling. Looking forward to seeing how the character creation is going to look. Yeah. <laughs> so, um. So yeah, I'm with you on this one. This one looks. This one's starting to look really good. Um, yeah. I've got I've got high hopes for it. So good. I pick. got. Thank you, buddy. And and yeah, yeah. we'll see. I, it, we'll see. You know, and I, I, I'll be head first and pelvic deep if it's great. So you always are, <laughs> as I always am. So number three for me was Hogwarts Legacy. So now mm-hmm. the boys will see who goes next to give their number threes. Next up is Sean again. Three. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, my number three is uh, me. <laughs> All right, uh, Chris. I'm up next. Uh, my number three is Deathloop. I love See, me. That's a good one. That's hey, good there one. you go. Hey, there we go. See, me and John working together. Yeah, want to kill people in Deathloop. Go ahead. Right. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I got to change mine. <laughs> outside of Prey, I've pretty much loved everything that Arcane has done. And the idea of doing an action adventure game where, I mean, I wouldn't say that it seems like it is a roguelike, but more so taking that roguelike element where it's like, hey, redoing the same thing over and over right after i guess the end of the day or um the i i'm presuming when you die i don't know for certain i I think it's just a cool gimmick to it but on top of that um whereas prey you know there was some coolness as far as the combat this seems like to be going back more to dishonored's combat and just taking all those cool abilities that they've made in those world and and evolving them again and uh, if it's anything like the jump from Dishonored 1 to Dishonored 2, right? Um, I, I I think we're in for a real treat. And then on top of that, like, if they can put the level design, you know, what, what also made those games famous was you'd have these huge, well-crafted levels um, that would have different little intricacies as you explore that you just didn't know were lurking there maybe when you first arrived in the air. So the idea that they're, they know they have this one map for this for the story and that's it right uh i'm interested to see like how does that change like whereas maybe the first time i go through i miss two or three things because i don't know where other things are i need to uh, access other parts of this map that were maybe in plain sight even right um yeah i'm interested to see what kind of world they can craft and that and the, the gameplay they have shown from this just looks awesome like you almost wonder yeah. if it's like a machine uh what was their name um like id or uh who does wolfenstein john machine games okay yeah machine games uh like all of them like it i thought for a second was them when they first revealed this but then then you're like oh no it's arcane that's awesome you know so the 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 concept that you let you mention is is one that intrigues me as well yeah uh i i in my mind, I kind of laugh when I think about, you know, that they show this off and they talk about it. You're a guy who has to kill a certain amount of people. What if somebody comes in from the jump day one, first run through kills everybody. Someone's going to do it. <laughs> Someone's good. But the point is to not kill everybody. Cause you have to learn patterns. 
Yeah. And and the cool thing, if you if you fail, which it seems like you're supposed to fail, mm-hmm. your guy kind of remembers everything to make the next run. This is where that roguelike thing comes in, uh, where you remember things and and you kind of have to find the pattern of I need to kill target one this way, target two this way in order to get, you know, whatever the yeah. the time or goal is. That is fascinating. And the other thing that I really liked, I, I it's for pre-order on the PS5 store, obviously. So I looked into a little bit more. It got me really intrigued. And the multiplayer aspect where you can kind of jump into another player's game and disrupt what he's trying to get done or she's trying to get done. Oh, that could be so annoying. Yeah, hopefully it's not like how it is in Demon Souls. Because, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, you found out about that this past week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no bueno. No bueno. John, what are you John, about yeah. Um, well, I, I kind of like the fact I kind of like the fact that uh, that Arcane is sort of taking a step back from um, putting in on on everything all at once. Um, this could be possibly a good move for them. One of the things they make these brilliant, amazing games that don't sell. So you know, w- with w- with that in mind, and the fact that uh, you know Bethesda is now under the the umbrella of you know, of, of Microsoft. And I think this is, I think is that last time I checked, this was a timed exclusive. So I don't really know. Correct. It's completely exclusive. Um, but this, but yeah, but, but, but like you guys said, this concept of having to go through this night with eight targets and you have to eliminate each target. If you don't eliminate each target, you have to start back. It's like, it's like the action groundhog day game that we, you know, never knew we wanted. Yeah. I thought of that movie memento a lot too. Yeah, for sure. So you know, this game, you know, Arcane taking a step back and other Bethesda studios taking a step back and and, have, and alleviating the pressure by simply having their games live on Game Pass. You know, where we're not holding them to the standard of, you know, we can't, you know, we're holding them to the standard of this was a failure because it sold X, Y, and Z. So this is, you know, and this and this beat out, um, was it uh, Gotham Knights because it had a release date specifically. Yeah, um, you know, Gotham Knights is possibly, most likely coming out, but um, I mean, there's so many games on this list that might be this game. This list could be completely different if I was confident of another game. Yeah, yeah, but definitely uh, something I'm very much looking forward to. I love the fact that the uh, game director, and I'm reading this here, and I'd seen this before, but this kind of jogged that memory. He described the game, and that was the game director is Dinga Bakaba. Bakaba. He called it an inverted Cluedo and that was inverted Cluedo. I'm not sure. And that that word means, I guess, like a murder puzzle. So it's, it's like inverted because you got to go backwards. You got to figure out that. So yeah, there's definitely interest in that. It almost made my list. My number four, just for context, since you said yours was Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker saga. So we're, (laughs) we are, you know. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> that was to, my number four. But to show how all different we are, uh, mine was near replicant. And the only reason oh, yeah. I didn't put it there was just because I was like, ah, it's a remaster, really. Uh, it's core. It doesn't you matter, know. man. You know, it doesn't matter, yo. Yeah. Sean, I've never I, played I, it. So. I, I, Sean, I bet you that this game is going to have some, uh, Deathloop uh, is going to be, is going to have some similarity to Wolfenstein Youngblood. Mm-hmm. In the fact that in the fact that you could go back to these areas and repeat these areas, um, that was a good because, game because that game was developed in part with 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 the level designs by Arcane. Mm-hmm. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! Was that a fun fact alert? I don't know. Did you have fun with it? 
I did always. Well, that was a fun fact. I wonder if we're seeing that synergy now, like where, which is why that gameplay looks so, as far as combat, just looks so freaking good, especially the gunplay, right? Sean, synergy means that uh, everything is collectively linked like a thread, a nice piece. Yeah, yeah. When I drink a Red Bull, I get a bunch of synergy. (laughs) That's right. That's funny. (laughs) Next Uh, week we'll work on shapes. Next (laughs) is Sean. Oh, I really love number three this week. <laughs> all right. So uh, we all did our number threes. We are now on our, to our number two. And this one for me, um, I don't know how to quite pinpoint how to describe why I'm excited, but I will say that I, I'm beaming with optimism and excitement. This game will be played um, on my PC because it is a PC exclusive and it should come out. Uh, they, they're saying early 2021. Uh, it was set to come out in August of 2020. The game is being developed by Amazon Game Studios, boys. It is a massive, massively multiplayer online role-playing game known as New World. You don't have time for another one. I know, but <laughs> there, there is there is something that, that really excites me on... Um, you know, hitting the ground first on a new possible exciting idea of an MMO that, that could have some longevity that could, you know, get a good fan base and create a lot of memories, but also not being the clone of, you know, the ones before it. And I I mean, you know, specifically like world of Warcraft. I remember this MMO came out. The name of the MMO was rift. It's still going, but, in the chat, I was a day one player, and in the chat, everybody was like, oh my god, this is a WoW clone. Um, all they did was make WoW and put a rift you know, in the game. And going, and then I had never played WoW at that point, and then going into WoW, it was like, oh my god, uh, I see what they were talking about. I got to play a little bit, and I can't remember if it was the alpha or beta. Yeah, I was about to ask you, I thought this game had released mm-hmm. in and 2020. They did. They did. They did a beta, I believe, and uh, then I think a closed beta. It was not an open beta. From my Mm -hmm. understanding, it didn't go too well for their yeah for the thing. So they pretty much just shut it down. For I think it might be an alpha right now, but it's a very limited alpha. So they, so they, they kind of they're listening to the player feedback on things that they're like the players are like, dude, this could be good if you did this. and so I, it's interesting to me also because Amazon had a couple of other games in the in the pipeline. This is the only one left. This is the only one they're focused on. Um, so yeah, I you know you guys know I play WoW with Josh. I've played Final Fantasy fourteen with friend of the show Mike. Uh, I don't think either one of those two are excited about New World. I could be wrong, uh, but I am, and we'll see where that takes me. Um, if um, I get to play it. I remember playing this. Yeah, I gave them feedback that it needed a lot more ogres. Hmm. Damn you, John. <laughs> <laughs> You're that? fire. <laughs> You're fire. Uh, but yeah, that's my number two excited game. And that, I, I, I just love MMOs, I guess. Or at Is least the concept of them. Again? Massively multiplayer online role-playing game. Mamork. Mamork. Why is it massively? Why not massive? Just call it massive multiplayer online. 
Why did it say massively? It might be massive. No, it's definitely not massive. No, I think it is massively. I'm just curious. It's oh. like, it didn't roll yeah. off the tongue. It's not like. Yeah. A lot of times when I like I talk to my wife about it. Your wife. I would say, you know, it's like a massive, you know, <laughs> multiplayer online game. And that's when, massive. <laughs> that's when you see dirt flying around the house because it becomes a desert. <laughs> it's been 24 days. Yeah, but so far, um, I'm just excited. We'll leave it there. Sweet. We'll, we'll see where it goes. Let's Sounds see good. what's next. Sean again. Jeez, this thing really. Yeah, I'm on it today. Hey, John. <laughs> Well, guys, I, I'm not, uh, we were talking about last week, uh, a movie that you guys had watched and I was like, I'm not much of a Pixar guy. Oh, you know, oh yeah. comes to yeah. soul. I did watch soul. It was good. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Uh, but I don't really do, I think one of the problems with it is I, I just don't really do cute. I'm not, I'm not just, I just don't care that much about cute. John Bugs actually already like, came out. Yeah, I know, but I but I uh, but I I do make exceptions, and one of my biggest surprises, and and one of my favorite games of the PS4 generation was Ratchet and Clank, mm. and so I am, and I'm giving you this one because I am, I would be 100 shocked if this game got delayed for any reason. I really think this is coming out this year, although they haven't done a release date yet. I think it's coming out by the spring, but this game is uh, my number two pick for uh, most anticipated game. Uh, this one is one of the rare games right now that is going to be exclusive to the PlayStation Five. It won't be on PS4, um, you know. And 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 I'm really excited to see how Insomniac really um, um, gives us a next gen experience. Um, to me, Ratchet and Clank, the original—I say the original, but the the original remake on the PlayStation Four was one of my favorite games of that generation, and it's. It, I I I I gave it a I gave it a shot because I don't know if you guys recall this. It was a it was forty nine dollars. It wasn't. Yeah, we both. You talked me into it because of that. Yeah, mm. and I said, you know, I it you know it, it I've never really done the mascot games on any platform. I you know Mario is an is an exception because everybody plays Mario, but I never did the Crash. I never did you know, um, Spyro, all that stuff. I I just it just never it just never got me but when i played this game the gameplay was fantastic Phenomenal. The, humor, the humor was fantastic the, mm. the the way that they kind of broke the fourth wall and maybe look i mean as i recall ratchet would look at the camera every once in a while and wink at yeah. you or something to give you a wink and a nod yeah mm. i just love the plus i just love the new dynamic between ratchet and clank as i was as i understand in the previous games they weren't really friends per se they were kind of like frenemies where they were just kind of like tolerated each other, but there's a closeness and a partnership there now that I think works really well. Um, they are planning to make this a full price game. I don't know if it's a 59 or a 69, uh, 99 game, but um, here's hoping that the goodwill that was given towards this previous game really carries this new title. Um, as I said last week, I think insomniac is really up and coming, if you will as uh, one of Sony's uh, most valuable um, developers. It was a good purchase, uh, so good on them. So I'm just super, super excited to dive into this world again mm-hmm. and uh, give it an, give it a nice platinum. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that this game, you know how like I've given, I've given so much praise over the past few weeks on how um, Astrobot 
was was given the attention it was to highlighting how the PlayStation works, how that haptic controller works. I'm reading every time I read about this game, it's they're saying it's going to be dedicated to take full advantage of things like, you know, that haptic feedback, uh, the the ray tracing hardware that's, you know, and all of that stuff. And I think this title is going to be a highlight because of the type of game it is and and the cuteness that it has. It's going to be a really great, great game when it comes out. I'm excited to play it as well, John. It's a great solid number two pick. I like a good solid number two. <laughs> Wait, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> that takes us to my boy Chris. Let's see what his number two is. Number two. Number two. Old. Uh, my number two is. Uh, let's see. What's the best way to reveal? Let's just go. Oh. Actually, here William does. Yeah, it's Halo. It's Halo voice. Halo. <laughs> When you have effects, you can do the Halo voice. Uh, yeah, Halo Infinite. I mean, it's a freaking open world Halo. What more could I ask for, right? It's going um, to be great. It's going to be great. I hope it is. I mean, I, I, I'm anticipating it because I don't know exactly how it will shake out. Yeah, I'm sure they're working very hard on the graphics stuff, right? Um, But, you know, before all the memes and stuff from that started there was a lot of things i saw that were very impressive in that real uh reveal mainly how well it caught the tone of the original game right just exploring that big open area i was like wow to actually have something that isn't just a bunch of intricate levels made to fool you that it's an open world but that maybe actually really have something of that kind of semblance along with the idea of you know the the classic combat from Halo that everyone knows and loves, that's pretty powerful. And then the second part is like, I'm interested to see what the story is because they've done a very good job, kind of similar to how Pixar did with Soul, right? Like where they've shown you some stuff, but you don't really know what's going on at this point in this game, right? Like You have no clue, yeah. Yeah, you don't know how they got here, why they're here. Uh, There was no mention of Cortana or, you know, any of the events of the end of the last game. And I can't imagine any of those things are being dropped in any way, right? But, (laughs) but, um, you know, hopefully it's, uh, it's something like when it actually... I'm hopeful that it's going to show why you have to have a studio that's willing to look at something and go, okay, when it's a AAA product like this, it's better to delay and get it right than to just put it out for the sake of putting it out in hopes that it, <laughs> it you know, comes back strong. That's what I'm hoping for here. Um, it's the one game on my list. I went back and forth a little bit on putting on here because it, it, of all three of these, it's probably the one I feel least confident will actually end up coming this year. I know they've said fall slash holiday of 2021, um, which is a year after what they originally projected, right? But it would not shock me if all of a sudden this got bumped to like Q1 of 2022. But, Isn't it crazy that we are now sitting here in January of 2021? We have consoles that we watched in June and July of the stuff like Halo like that Ratchet and Clank video we saw. It was 2020, John and Chris. Uh, I'm reading here that this should make John very happy, if you guys remember. He was very, very (laughs) displeased with Halo 5. Uh, But the storyline of Halo Infinite 
infinite. <laughs> infinite will be much more human with the Master Chief playing more of a central role than in Halo 5 Guardians, John. I didn't mind uh what was his what, what was his name? I didn't mind Locke at all. I think I think Locke as as a character looked BA. Um to me it was just too short. I love the game. <laughs> I loved I loved playing it. Um yeah. I it was solid, but you know, just mm-hmm. too short. The o- the only reason this is not yeah. for 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 fan um <laughs> I don't have an Xbox. Mm. And I play it on play PC. This game on my Xbox. I don't want to play it on PC. I want to play it on Xbox. And fun fact, boys, you're, Sean. you're absolutely the reason I own an Xbox. The only reason is for Halo titles. Hmm. That is the you're one exclusive that I want the Xbox for. Play it on PC. No, you say that now, and then when Elder Scrolls comes out in six years, <laughs> Microsoft exclusive, right? That's awesome. Hey, that's World a man, that's premier. a great pick, though, Chris. <laughs> right? Like that is a. You saying that and me reminding how much I love Halo makes me want to go back and play them again. Yeah. There, was, lot, there were so many head head bobs right there. Like we all three head bobbed. It was fanatic, fanatical. Fantastical. Philly <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. nice. fanatic. Yeah. Speaking of fanatic, that website has shirts I must buy. All right. Let's see who's going to reveal their most anticipated game first. Bum, bum, bum. Me. No, wait, John. Sorry. You're two, yeah. You're two. John's two, which means he's given his one. I love confusing you guys. <laughs> I'm see. dumb. I can't count. <laughs> John's most anticipated game of the year 2021. So when we blink, it's going to be June. Yes, for sure. And in June, I'm going to the village. Huh. Damn, I'm going to go to the village. Uh, Resident Evil Village. Oh my God! Is so. This is actually Sean a continuation of the story of Resident Evil Seven. Yeah, it's got uh, the same protagonists. In Resident Evil Seven, there was a DLC pack that had Chris. I mean, well, uh, a certain a certain regular character appeared at the end of Resident Evil Seven, and he got his own DLC. I'll let you decide if you want to spoil that for yourself. But the uh, but the next uh, iteration is going to feature. Um, Ethan, which was the main character from seven, a new character for the series as he is uh, sort of discovering the motives, as I understand of uh, what Chris is doing and all this leads to this, this creepy village and this, the, uh, the, my favorite, my favorite to me, the most gorgeous games out there right now are the resident evil games and all their, in all their iterations. And I love the fact that with resident evil, I'm getting remakes that are in the third person and I'm getting the main series uh, iterations in a new first person perspective. I think that's me. I think the first person perspective is adding something very cool and something very fresh, particularly as I've heard Sean in VR, uh, you know, when, <laughs> when these, w- with, with the ability for these things to scare the absolute crap. Out I am so scared to play seven in VR, man. Yeah. I mean, when, when I, when I th- thought that they couldn't do anything scarier than a, than a creepy farmhouse, the way they did before, the the trailer for this game looks absolutely terrifying um to me horror the horror genre as i've said is <clears throat> people don't give it a lot of credit because that this is a genre where, where you really rely on sound design ambiance atmosphere things that really 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 drive home the the tension and the, and the 
and the fear. So this is one I'm, you know, whenever there's a high profile survival horror game, I'm always down for it. But Resident Evil 7, uh, sorry, Resident Evil 8 or Resident Evil Village, depending on how you, what you call it, is my number one most anticipated game. Yeah, that, and, and thinking one? about it, that makes a lot of sense. You're, you, you know, you are, um, you are a guy who who's not afraid to jump into a horror horror world. Horror. That's very tough to say. Horror world. It's harder um, when my when my wife leaves the house. Your wife. Um, it's harder when she leaves. Um, but <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited for you to be excited about this. Uh, I'm excited for you to be excited <laughs> for me that I'm yes. excited for this. And and I gotta I'm say, I'm not excited. I um I, I seven caught me off guard in a good way. So uh I think I, uh, I think uh I think um dang it's gone. We're old. What's his name? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> we're, we're old, dude. It's gone. Who do you want me to Google? Was he Jeff, do? Friend of the show Jeff. Oh, my Jeff. god. Yeah. So uh, he loved this game so much that he mm-hmm. gave it a 6. But it in Jeff's rating a 6 was legit. <laughs> I thought that yeah. was Resident Evil 2 he gave a 6. No, he gave a Resident Evil, as I recall, you can ask him, uh, but yeah. it was a Resident Evil 7 that he loved so much. It was Resident Evil 2, he gave a 4. Ah. That, yeah, he did bring that up. That's a very high, well, that's the yes. case then. It's, 6 is quite impressive compared to a 4. Well, that's, you know. yeah, That's what she said. Uh, hey. <laughs> Dude, we were playing Rocket League the other night, and when Chris saved, I'm going to let you do it, Chris. This is the sound when Chris was, he turned into... Uh, the greatest goalkeeper of all time in Rocket League for about a minute and a half, and every save was this. <laughs> did I? What did I do? Uh, ha ha! Da ha ha! Yeah, it, but it was perfect because the save would happen, and then you'd hear ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, ha ha! Yeah, yeah. It was like it was like you could almost see him with a sword, and he's like, you know, a three. <laughs> there was there was a lot of things we learned that night. One, Chris is not a great goalie by he's not default. a good goalkeeper at all. Yeah. Uh, and two, as more Miller lights get down, uh, the ability to be a decent goalkeeper <laughs> just down completely, the pipe, sir. yeah, I could, I could set, I can hit people, I can defend, but I can't, <laughs> well, that's it. Uh, that's it. <laughs> uh, let's see uh-huh. next up you, Sean. All right. So I'm going to go next to give my number one, which means cleaning up, uh, with the final number one will be Chris, but first. I shall tell you boys this, my number one game <laughs> anticipated for 2021. Do it. You know what it is. Give it to me. You know. Uh, the only, the only, I'm in the same boat as Chris, you know, with, with Halo. And the only reason I'm confident to put this game at number one, boys, is because Sony released their uh, a trailer for the CES press event. And at the very end of that trailer, this game, this game has still got a 2021 release date when they've got games in 2022 and 2023. So I think it might be one of the last days of 2021. <laughs> but I'm just saying, my number one game is going to be the greatest game ever. <laughs> Horizon Forbidden West, boys. And we can't wait to hear about I it. Can't, in I can't love uh, Zero Dawn we, so much. We. We we can uh, go ahead and just kill the suspense. That's also my number one. <laughs> <laughs> so it it's absolutely if you've played Horizon Zero Dawn, you know what I'm saying. If it took you however many years and you if 
you you know why the hype for this game is real. Notice none of us put God God of War because we know that game's not coming out in twenty twenty one. I just don't not. believe it. Yeah, it's just not. There is hope, and I think fact that proves that this game they're really shooting to make come out in twenty twenty one, and that makes me a happy camper. So I, it is what it is. You you boys know, you know. Chris, add some thoughts. It's your number one too. Yeah, I really loved uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, I just thought it, it's been the one open world game outside of Witcher this generation that, like, the way it approached itself, I really appreciated. It wasn't too long. Um, the fact that it told me which things were vitally important versus other things that I could just do for the sake of doing um, was was fun. Uh, pretty much all the upgrade paths, like, you know, fed into each other and worked well in conjunction as well as, you know, collectibles being more than just that word collectibles. Right. And it's probably, you know, I don't platinum way too many, uh, open world games, except for ones that apparently I give an eight and tick people off with because they're about (laughs) Japan. Um, (laughs) that horizon or if I'm Spider-Man, those are like the three. Um, but, uh, you know, I really, really was surprised how much I enjoyed this game um, when I played it a couple of years ago. And just the way it ended, too, I'm really excited to see that cliffhanger. Or I, wouldn't, I don't know if you call it a cliffhanger, but like the teases that they put in the final hour or so of that game uh, in the credits. I'm and interested to see where. Tease. Yeah, I'm interested to see like what the next chapter is, because it's it, it's like you introduce this world and now we get to see where does it build to next. Like maybe ideas that they thought of when they were first just creating this game. I'm very hopeful that they've layered them out to where now they can start to bring them in and maybe then, you know, unveil what the next layer is going to be after that. Tease that up. Um, because, you know, this seems like it's in the making of being a solid trilogy, right? That's what it feels yeah. like they're eventually going to. So what, well, what's, what's great is that, I mean, the first game was in what two, it was my 2017, right? Uh, they've had that much time with all the new technology and all the new systems and all the stuff to, to make a, a, a maybe a, I don't want to say better, but you know, they really got a chance to, to make this sequel like so good. Yeah. Uh, I'm most excited about, of course, going to see the forbidden West, uh, and and reading about that it's going to be post-apocalyptic California, Utah, Nevada, which means you're going to see things like um, major cities. Well, Wikipedia, you know, says San Francisco, and they also yeah. tell you you'll go to the Yosemite Valley. That's going to be dope AF. That's one of the the best uh, pictures they've had. Um, yeah, for reveals, yeah. Uh, you see the towers of the uh, Golden Gate Bridge. You know, completely. Now, you know, you would never looking at that. You know, for for her driving or riding around, she would never know that was a bridge at some point, right? They just look like two mysterious towers, and that's what's kind of interesting is to yeah. be like get a different perspective because you actually know what that place is supposed to be like. And, and to think that this game they, they're saying is gonna have a bigger map with more stuff. <laughs> yeah. The map in the first game was gigantous. It was pretty big. <laughs> pretty big. I love I love a big map so. John doesn't apparently unless it has fast. Travel. I, I don't think this is going to come out either. Uh, oh. To me, this is, to me, this is more suspect than halo. Hmm. I think, I think this one has the least likelihood between the two. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I 100% hope I'm wrong. 
Otherwise, mm. it would be up there for my list. I just uh, the reason it wasn't on my list is because I just I, I don't know I I didn't feel like it was a guarantee that this game was coming out. So so um, the game came out or uh, the first game came out in 2017. Um, you know, granted that's that's technically plenty of time. Yeah. But with COVID and and the way everything's been working, I don't know. I just I just think that uh, we might be. I mean, that's why we have you know Death Loop and other games coming out. I think Horizon's going to be the one to drop. Well, mm. you, I think you might be right in the sense that if it doesn't come out, it's possibly affected by the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, it's interesting, though, looking at that CES trailer that I told you about, if you pause it at the end, you can see these titles. Uh, your Ratchet & Clank also has a blanket 2021 release date. I'm, it seems like that game's going to come out. Right? I'm very surprised that doesn't have a release date yet, because I was thinking originally when they were teasing that up last year and everything that it would be out probably the latest, like, February. And now, you know, until they actually put a date, the earliest now I could see it being uh, out would probably be April or May, right? I, yeah. I don't think it's coming before the end of March. They're, uh, yeah. I will say that in October, so that's that's towards the end of the year, they have two games that have a t- October 2021 release, Ghostwire Tokyo and Stray. I want to play Ghostwire Tokyo. That game looks cool. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, we always kind of do this after we do our list. A game that I do kind of want to play really bad is Returnal. The more mm-hmm. I see that game, the more I want to play it. Um, and I also want to play John. You remember Kina, uh, Bridge of Spirits? I that yeah, game. They finally, they give they finally gave us a release date for that's that. That's out yeah. like in two weeks, I think. Maybe uh, I think I saw it on the. Uh, I think I saw it on the Epic Game Store. Uh, yeah. Pretty sure they had the date on there. I think it, it was it was soon. That was like the March, big thing. bro. Okay, March. Okay. Yeah, March. But credit to Sean for pointing that out to me. I'm, I, I don't remember ever hearing about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that game does look quite good. It, it, it has a yeah. chance to. I, I, my, I want to play it, uh, but it doesn't have the, uh, the draw to me if I had if I had a taste of it before, kind of like I do other things. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Uh, but that game could come in and be my game, my goatee easily. It has the makings of it. <laughs> it's always funny when you say goatee out loud. I thought I was your goatee. I thought I was your goatee. I thought I was your goatee. Yeah. Anything else you guys want to add? Uh, if the other ones that would be out there, like if they somehow drop um, Elden Ring, I have no idea when that's coming, but yeah. it is probably good to say that, like, what? I think Darksiders 3 or Darksiders. <laughs> um, dang it. Dark Souls 3 was. 2017 i think maybe 2018 uh so you know it's about time for them to have another one drop um you know of course they didn't it's about elden ring yes so like you know it's definitely this year or next year i just don't know i would lean next year more than likely um but you know it i could definitely it, it won't shock me at all if you get to e3 this year and then you know they're on stage for either Sony or Microsoft. I'm guessing Microsoft because that's where they revealed it. And they say, hey, it's coming this fall, right? That wouldn't shock me completely. But those dudes, they, they, they're they good at kind of doing a tease and then saying, hey, we'll be back when we're ready. Also, I, I'd like to say I, I do think we're going to get another Assassin's Creed game this year hmm. because that, you know, Origins and Odyssey came out back to back. Then they took a year off. I'm wondering if that's the new cadence, if they do two games in a row and then take a year off. So I'm looking forward to Assassin's Creed Miami. 
That'd be awesome if it That'd was Miami. That'd be pretty dope, yeah. In historical 1980 Miami, you will <laughs> traverse Keep the hard times. Keep rolling up your suit sleeves. <laughs> I'm just imagining. Walker Siegel's haircut. I can't. I can't wait to get the Don Johnson, uh, you know, uh, yeah. armor set. <laughs> the sleeves <laughs> rolled up, Don or the Tom, <laughs> or the Tom Selleck uh, mustache. You know, all those wonderful Miami yeah. things that we we think of from the yeah. '80s. Um, so I, I the, am a. The, the mustache is a piece of Eden. I am a. <laughs> that'd be funny. A little surprised, John. You did not have. Um, Far Cry Six? Did that even yeah, enter in your consideration? Sure. Far Cry Six is what it is. I mean, yeah, true. Yeah. You're going to be excited to play it for sure. It's I Madden. Thought, <laughs> I guess I just have you know, I don't know, bad memories of discussing Far Cry Five. Maybe I'm just not looking forward to <laughs> that out again. <laughs> well, it is. It is. It's funny. Fun. There, we, we really, if you look at if you if you did like we did and kind of got reminded of what games are coming out. We don't have a lot of like locked in release dates yeah, past that's the early. middle of the year, but we, we have we, a lot of amazing things we're hoping for. Yes, I mean, yeah, I that, that's what that was my next sentence going to be. Yeah, I don't remember a time where, yeah, we always only know a certain amount of release dates, and and it only goes so far out. But the ones that could come out, dude, mm-hmm. you know, when you come, you know, you bring that with the fact that we got these new systems and there's new PC component components, and it all is kind of component blah blah blah. It's all like right here. It's very exciting, and it's a good time to be a gamer. For, for sure. For shizzle. Any, any of you guys excited for the medium on January 28th? Yes. Yeah. Because I'm going. Because, you know, cool. it's it's that opportunity where I finally have that thing that's, you know, not backwards compatible, right? The first Xbox game that will be just Series X and Series S. So I get to see at least maybe potentially what you know that looks like finally uh when it's not just a something like valhalla where it's out everywhere right like yeah i i valhalla uh, <laughs> <laughs> i dropped the ball until john pointed at me uh i did see uh best buy has a i don't know display of a xbox mm-hmm. right and i got to see the box i would like for you to tell me if that's close to what you have at home okay because it's 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 bigger than i thought boys it's um, <laughs> let's put it this way i hooked up uh so for those who haven't seen on discord i got my playstation 5 digital edition in this past Ooh. week um and i have i have the xbox on one shelf and because it's a big boy the playstation 5 is on the bottom shelf and just like seeing them it's like here ah, sorry so if that's the PlayStation 5's width, here is the Xbox in comparison. It is like it's taller, you know, no question about that. But you could just see that it is much smaller in size than uh than the big boy. It's got length, but it doesn't have any girth. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Wait, what? Yeah. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is believe it or not, these last two episodes are are games from the previous year and this one. It's one of my favorite topics because we get to draw on memories and then we get to have excitement and optimism on what's going to come up. So, you know, it, it just, it's great. This is, this reminds me of why we love video games. Yes. I don't know if you guys feel the same or not. You could say something right now. It's fine. I just hope a bunch of things actually get to come out and that, uh, after years of hype, you don't get utterly disappointed. And that's years of hype without a COVID-19 pandemic. Literally. 
hardware and software releases. It's crazy. Yeah, that's that's all I ask. Make the game, let it run. <laughs> that's that's all I want. John, you didn't have Metroid Prime Four on there. I don't believe it. <laughs> that's coming. Those, <laughs> that's coming out with a bundle with uh, Elder Scrolls Six. <laughs> They're releasing together. That's it a does team not up. Exist. Sean, I'm surprised you didn't put a Monster Hunter on there. I I there know, one on Switch, right? Yeah. One coming. Yeah, Actually, there's uh, two Monster Hunter games coming to Switch this year. Well, yeah. Supposed- Something about being on the Switch, and this is not a if if you know if Mr. Bowser's listening right now. This is not a this is not a pot shot against Nintendo. Nintendo. Doug, Doug, you ready? Okay, go ahead. Go and tell <laughs> uh, him how much you I, ate. Him. I don't. I'm not excited to play a Monster Hunter game on the Switch. I'd rather play it on. That's where it was born, man. Wait, hold on. I know. I know. Hold on. Doug? I played it on my Wii. What's I know. that, Doug? Okay. I got you, buddy. Ban Hammer. <laughs> I am banned. But yeah, it's definitely on my radar. Don't get it. Don't get it twisted. Okay. Oh, I got it twisted. It's twisted. <laughs> it's all knotted up. Do you guys want to knot up some news? Uh, I want to knot your face in for making that pivot that way, but it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Chris is dancing. This is great. Yeah, let's go ahead. You, you, John, you're good. Chris, you're good. I'm good. Let's go. Let's rock some news out. Okay, yes, sir. All off the press and straight to your ears. Weekly Games Chat presents the news. News. <laughs> news. 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 Let's do the news. News time. <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen as we always do we bring you the most current news that we possibly can up until the recording of the show and to lead us off this week my boy chris to give us some mass effect news mass effect legendary edition will be releasing on march 12th according to a report from Eurogamer. the legendary edition is a remaster collection of the original bioware trilogy This news comes by way of a few overseas retailers leaking the release date ahead of schedule or schedule. Schedule. Uh, Electronic Arts has yet to release or confirm any release date for the upcoming title. The collection will include all three games with all the DLC with forward compatibility and targeted enhancements for the Series X and PlayStation 5. It will also include all the weapons, armors, and packs presented in 4K Ultra HD. According to Bioware, quote, our goal was not to remake or reimagine the original games, but to modernize the experience so that fans and new players can experience the original work in its best possible form. I'm going to wait and see how this is. (laughs) Yeah, they're going to be like, we're modernizing it. We put it on a PS5 disc. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I or you know something like that. Um, I hope yeah. it's you know yeah solid. Um, but if it just looks like at, at best, like yeah, it outputs at 4K resolution, and that's it. Then I mean, I've got these three games on PC, so I don't know if I need to run and well, get this. I'll probably end up getting it just because you know Mass Effect. But um, it, it might it might benefit uh, you know or it might be the collection for the person who's never played a Mass Effect game or did not play the trilogy. If if you know as long as it runs well, um, I mean if you do get this, that's like a good what maybe hundred hours at least 
you're going to be able yeah. to spend. And what do you think they're price it at? I'm thinking thirty nine or forty nine ninety nine. I think there's placeholders out for it now on Amazon, but I don't know if they. Uh, if it's more than that, I'm out. Yeah, the Amazon one just says December thirty first of this year, so they they are not yet confirming the date. But you know, I have no reason to doubt. I'd play. I'd play. I'd pay sixty bucks for three games that are yeah. hundred long. Did you did you pay that much for the um? What was the game you got? Bioware collection? No, you didn't. Did you? Hmm. Bioshock collection. Yeah. Yeah. That's no. You actually didn't. I actually bought yeah, it three times. Technically, you spent a thousand dollars on it, but we don't want to talk about that. <laughs> I'm one thing I hope they do make a change to is I would pay so much money for this if they changed Martin Sheen's voice of the broker to Charlie Sheen. <laughs> that would be so amazing. He Charlie was winning. Sheen. He was so. During that time, he announced that he had like a devastating disease. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Totally, I totally not his fault. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so it's fault. <laughs> so the, 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 the next piece of news, cause I have no pivot is about the new branding for star Wars games. Lucasfilm games is now the official banner that all star Wars games will be housed under going forward. The company revealed that quote, Lucasfilm games is now the official identity for all gaming titles from Lucasfilm a name that encompasses the company's rich catalog of video games and its eye toward the future. Uh, this marks a similar move from both PlayStation and Xbox, who have rebranded their games in 2020 to PlayStation Studios and Xbox Game Studios, respectively. Lucasfilm games also now have dedicated, 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 dedicated Twitter and Facebook pages, um, which, quote, deliver breaking news and more directly to fans. All right. Um, let's just make Disney Infinity 4.0. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Yeah. It does need. I dude. I still yeah. have my old. They're over there. They're right yeah. there. My Disney Infinity characters are on this bookshelf back here. Yes, they. We, we love the game. Down below are my Starlink toys. <laughs> what's funny is not funny. I should not say what's funny is that they pulled the plug on that franchise because mm-hmm. it didn't make enough money. They had no idea COVID was going to hit and they would lose all their money at their Disney parks. Yeah. If they, if they had kept Disney Infinity going. We us all we've done is play video games. They'd be buying Disney Infinity at Disney World if they'd kept it. Yes, but it it wasn't it wasn't losing money. It was making a profit for the studio. They just yeah. it wasn't in the billions the way that Disney thinks about brands now. It, it wasn't making Disney money. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. But yeah, I mean, you know, I, I we we all work for a company that had a rebrand at one point and. I think rebranding can be good. It can it can show a, a center focus on the new direction, you know, of of where you want to go. Um, so yeah, we'll see. I, I I'm gonna make sure that I follow that that Twitter account. I'll tell you. Well, that I much. just think that we should investigate Disney for canceling Disney point four point four. You know, an investigation <laughs> is is warranted, just like you know, some news you're about to tell us. Well, CD Projekt Red is under investigation, and let me tell you about it. This little this little land called Poland, uh, the Poland's Consumer Protection Agency is monitoring and investigating CD uh, CD Project Red's approach to refunds. The organization has the power to fine the company up to ten percent. That sounds like a lot, actually. Ten percent of its yearly income. UOKIK Poland's Office of Competition and Consumer Protection is looking into quote confusion around the launch of the game and is asking CD Project Red's explanation 
of the events that have transpired over the last couple of months. Quote, we are asking the company for explanation regarding problems with the game and actions taken by them. We will check how the developer is working on patches or solving issues, preventing playing on various consoles, but also what steps the company is planning to take regarding people who requested refunds and are not happy with their purchase because they can't play the game on owned hardware, despite assurances by the producer. Uh, UOKIK will wait for explanation from CD Projekt Red before deciding what to do going forward, and we will be the first to let you know what we find out. So what do you think about that? It's crazy. I mean, I saw the game in the wild yesterday, and I, I'm immediately reminded on the disastrous release of it. Yeah, this could be death by a thousand cuts with, you know, yeah. this, this organization finding 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 them 10% of their annual revenue with the class action lawsuit from its, uh, from its um, investors. Yeah. Um, you know, will it, will it crush the, the company? I don't know, but you know, it could, so, it could bring it back down to a double a studio probably where they might should be. So last year they made 521 million in Polish currency, which is about 140 million U S currency. So you're talking $14 million if they end up coming up to this, you know. So you still have like... That's, but um, but you remember I also said class action lawsuit and then I did Oh, yeah. That. No, no, I'm just said, saying like that's... I'm, I'm more so just pointing like that's the reality of what they're facing. So if they didn't have incentive to really make sure they have their ducks in a row um, before, which I think they did, obviously, you know, I don't think any company wants a $14 million fine. Right. <laughs> so I hope they get it together. Um, we'll see. I can see them getting half a billion dollar lawsuit yeah. granted to them and just completely just tanking this company. I I, I don't, I don't want it to happen though. No, nor do I. I, yeah. I think there's too much. I think there's too much ta talent behind the studio. Obviously mm -hmm. question is, does CD project red I th or do they have anything to do with the Netflix show? anything at all i don't believe so no okay yeah because that's the author right. true true yeah I, I actually had that same train of thought as john was reading i um you know it, it's attributed to chris really opening my eyes to the studio that brought him the witcher 3 and the praise that he gave that game they made it for um, him <laughs> they, they did. made it just for chris i was uh, but 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 seeing the guys like at award shows and the passion about things you kind of you kind of root for them yeah, in a sure. way yeah it, it's like this that that's what just made it so painful was like they had been this champion studio for pretty much this generation from the point witcher 3 came out you're like it's not that you just are making great games like you are doing everything that you kind of just wish that's the way a lot of other publicly you know traded studios would operate right and then kind of unfortunately the the realization it's like hey you know they're still a publicly traded company and as such they can make disastrous choices themselves uh in the same vein that other ones do i'm not saying that private ones don't as well right or that publicly owned trade ones don't uh have moments of good as well but that was just a shock i think to us be you yeah. know who had been fans because we just didn't realize wow yeah that that's still a reality in their world, unfortunately. 
Um, yeah, but, and, and they, they did not rush to delay this investigation. It, it The game has been out like a month, and yeah. they're already, you know, they're on, they're on it. This is not going to go away. John's point of uh, death by a thousand cuts, I think, feels accurate right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I kind of hope that any kind of thing comes out, and they're like, look, we didn't mean for this to happen. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it can. I imagine anyway. uh, heads will roll on upper management at some point here in the next year, right? There'll be some, I've decided to move on in my life because that's going to be, I think, the cost to make some of this go away. Yeah, Someone's got to fall on a sword. Well, uh, we should not delay moving on, Chris. Ooh. Speaking of delays, uh-huh. the February release date of February for uh-huh. Out- Outriders has been delayed to April, according to Square Enix and developer People Can Fly. That's a good name. A demo with all classes is set to be available in late February. According to a statement from the team, quote, we have decided to move the release date of Outriders to April 1st, 2021. That's probably a joke. Uh, We will spend this extra time fine-tuning the game and focusing on delivering a fantastic play experience at launch, end quote. The demo will specifically be made available on February 25th. Quote, we believe it's important that the player gets to experience a new IP the like Outriders before its release so you can decide for yourselves whether the game is something you wish to pre-order, purchase, or play, end quote. The game, according to some who have previewed, are calling it a mix of Diablo and Mass Effect. Ooh, that's that's that's, that's a good mix. Yeah, that's that's, uh, not, that's not bad. Let's not hype that up to that level yet. <laughs> this is the year where I'm not overhyping. Yeah, but I mean, speaking of hype, are you is Outriders on your on your radar? I've seen a little bit of it, but um, I'll be honest, I, I have not given a deep look to where I would be like, I'm definitely Same. in or out. It's going to be one of those things when it comes out, I'll, I'll see how it's received and I'll, you know, go from there. Is it, will it basically, the question will be, will it be a thing that I pick up and give them money or will it be a thing that maybe I wait for games pass? Right. That's kind of where I am on a lot of things. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen, for Chris outriders must be a must play title. No, I, I, no, I, I definitely looking at pictures. I get the mass effect vibes though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's been on my radar for a while. I keep I, I've been waiting for a release date for the longest time, and it was good to finally get one, only to delay it. But um, it, it looks fast, it looks kinetic, and Square Enix needs this one to work. They really I used did. to have a kinetic on my Xbox uh, 360. Yeah, kinetic, <laughs> Connecticut. Hilarious. Let's see. Yeah, it almost looks like Destiny with the. You think Destiny? Well, some of the character designs I'm seeing, it reminds me a lot of the Destiny armors. Yeah. Well, we have high hopes for new games. Mm -hmm. Speaking of new games, (laughs) Dishonored co-creator is involved in a new game. Uh, Harvey Smith is working on an unannounced new game at Arcane Austin. Alongside developers from the Dishonored and Prey teams, Smith Mm. confirmed with Vandal that he is working with the studios that worked on Dishonored and Prey. The possibilities of a new Dishonored game, be, uh, game began to catch buzz. However, new date uh, details have emerged regarding an unannounced at Arcane Austin. Sorry, 
I skipped a word, uh, regarding an unannounced project at Arcane Austin that suggests a fantasy game made in the Unreal Engine 4. Mm-hmm. The fantasy yeah. detail seemingly rules out Prey, but could point to a new Dishonored game. And that is what I'm hoping for. Uh, Arcane, Arcane has said in the past that if they go back to Dishonored, it would be a completely new uh, storyline. Um, hopefully, hopefully it would take place in the same world. Um, but you know, with with the ending of Dishonored, Death of the Spoilers! Uh, ending of uh, Dishonored, Death of the Outsider. You know, you have the assumption that this game this storyline came to a conclusion. So, but okay. hopefully they are able to do something with this world. Cause this world is absolutely amazing. I would bet it's a dishonored game just because the situation changed for them. Right. I don't think arcane completely moved off of dishonored just because they wanted to. Right. I think they moved off because Bethesda looked at it and said, this game is not, even though they were wonderfully received, they just were never selling at the level that they were hoping, right? But now you're owned by Microsoft. And, of course, any Dishonored game that's coming out is going to be well past that point. Um, so, you know, for Microsoft, it's a very different uh, bet on something like Dishonored. That gives them another huge title. And if it gets great critical ratings, it's another reason to have games pass for a month, right? So that's how, you know, they never, they no longer have to judge the success of a studio of did you sell four to 5 million copies of this uh, within your first three months, right? Instead, you just get to be here it is. And then you can go, Hey, 70 million people touched this at least for 15 minutes and download it. <laughs> you know? that's, that's all I need. <laughs> yeah. Cause it, it says like they were at least interested enough to, to give it a download and take a look to see if it was for them. 70 yeah, million people have touched this. Right. For at least 15 minutes. Yeah, that's where they're at at that point. Who knows? <laughs> uh, 70 million people touching my Richard would be like taking it to the next level, boys. Ooh. Ooh. I uh, don't know what you have been doing in your lives, but uh, <laughs> Nintendo is taking it to the next level. Uh, they announced that it will acquire Next Level, the developer <laughs> behind Luigi's Mansion 3. Uh, the deal can be expected to close on March 1st, according to Nintendo. The acquisition will facilitate an anticipated improvement in development speed and quality by enabling closer communication and exchange of staff with the Nintendo development team. Nintendo's relationship with Next Level spans all the way back to Mario Strikers, a fantastic little game, on the GameCube in 2005. Uh, Um, They will announce this year that Next Level is the new developer behind Metroid Prime Prime 4. Uh, let's not forget, though, uh, before we talk about this acquisition, that N- Super Nintendo World is opening on February 4th. Uh, while I'm on Nintendo News, that makes me excited. I wish I could fly to Japan and go see it. Japan. Yeah. Japan. I wonder, I bet you Japan uh, flights are cheaper than they've ever been. Probably go. Well, we can, we, we can go talk about Next right. Level and Luigi's Mansion and be rocking around in Super Depending Nintendo World. When I would book flights for my boss to Japan, You'd yeah. be amazed how much of that money was. That was mm. sometimes it could be. Don't say thousands. Double digits in the thousands. I got. I got. Bad. Holy lord! I got some I mean, bad news. It, it for was you. A, it was a different class of seat. Yeah. So that. I <laughs> <laughs> so. do have some bad news for you guys. I don't think we can go to Japan even if we wanted to right now. If I recall. yeah, that's true. Because of yeah. COVID. Yeah. They, they don't. Not, are they not letting us in, or can we not go? As I don't Americans think anyone pretty much is letting us in. 
right now. Yeah, because we're just running around willy-nilly, right? Yeah. Com- compared to the rest of the world. Yeah. <laughs> but no. did you see the report, Quick Pivot, that because of COVID, our like, levels of, of air pollution and whatnot have dropped by 10%? And that's the highest amount it's dropped since the World War II era? Makes sense. It makes sense. We stopped going out. Fundamentally <laughs> we stopped true. emitting. Yeah. You take you take at least one third of the population, say, instead of driving for two hours every day, right? Five days a week for work. Now they're just staying home and working from home. Makes sense. Yep. Hey, two things. Dichotomy. Innovation and free market solved the problem. <laughs> uh but yeah, I think this acquisition is uh, you know, pretty good. I like I like to see it. Luigi's Mansion Three was a great game. Oh, it's fantastic. Maybe they'll have. Did you get your hands on Luigi's Mansion Three? Who? No, I have not. Well, I I mean, I've got a copy. I would let you borrow, but you know, you're not allowing me to. I don't want. Plus, you'd have he'd have to order you a new case. (laughs) I don't want a case (laughs) returnage. Not the best. I don't want to, you know, play that game until it gets an update. Speaking of updates. Oh, <laughs> that's like giving yourself your own nickname, which you just did. I did. You know that, right? <laughs> yeah. You did the same thing. <laughs> Capcom has provided an update regarding the security breach from a few months back, updating the number of people confirmed to have personal details stolen to 16,415. In a statement, the company explained that of that number, 3,248 are business partners, 9,164 are former employees or related parties, and 3,994 are current employees or related parties. The company also indicated that the information stolen was sales reports, financial information, game development documents, and other information related to business partners. Oh, no. According to the company, Capcom offers its sincerest apologies for any complications and concerns that this may bring to its potentially impacted customers as well uh, as to its many stakeholders. So should we, like, go buy Devil May Cry 5 to help them out on PS5? Like, you know, thinking cause, about it. Because <laughs> this is not good news. Uh, no. You could you could definitely have I some settlements and fines that come out that you know i mean from from a certain perspective i mean the playstation hack affected millions of players sure so i mean they did a lot to to you know relegate the damage yeah Yeah. and 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 this looks like more i mean maybe it did affect some people outside of the company but it looks like this was a company exclusive hack um and it looked like it was it sounds to me like it was some guy looking for release dates (laughs) he's like and I found everything else but the release dates. This That's is crazy. Right. Uh, but uh, fun fact: do you do you remember the mascot back in the eighties, early nineties for Capcom? Uh, no. It was, guy, it, it was a guy. It was Ryu. No, it was a guy named Captain Commando. Uh, Capcom. Mega Man has since superseded Captain Commando. Yep. Uh, for Capcom's, like you know, like you mm-hmm. said. Mascot. That is crazy. Who the who's Captain Commando? That guy. Yep. (laughs) I vaguely remember that guy, but you heard me get my memory jogged when I said that guy. (laughs) That is a fun. I'd see see ads in Nintendo Power that would say Captain Commando says. Oh yeah, that's so cool. 
something like that. Uh, we're gonna but, pivot. You know, I have progressive lenses now, so that was a long yeah, time. Yeah, you ago. do, John. You you need, you need to not look up so fast to see the TV. <laughs> um, we we got a report. This news is very sad. I think um, a Tetris world champion uh, passed away. Seven time classic Tetris world champion Jonas Neubauer uh, died at the age of thirty nine from what they're saying is a sudden medical emergency. The news came by his uh, Twitter account saying it's with a heavy heart that we deliver the terrible news that Jonas has passed away from a sudden medical emergency. He was the absolute best. We are devastated, overwhelmed with grief, and we already miss him dearly. Uh, information to follow when it becomes available. That is the end of that tweet. And, uh, of course, best wishes and condolences, thoughts and prayers to his friends and family. Um, I remember uh, when it broke, I told Chris about it. And he was like, man, that sucks. Good. He yeah, died at 39. You know, yeah. it seems like he was a good, uh, he always struck me as a good representative for Tetris in the community. And, and to be honestly, to be the seven time champion, mm-hmm. I, I made a joke that I can't even win Tetris 99 once. <laughs> and that's nowhere near the level of what you got to be to be the seven time Tetris world champion. That's like the second loss we've had in the gaming community here in the last two weeks. Cause there's the, the cosplayer for wow. Yeah. 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 past as well mm-hmm. so i mean just you know you guys out there you understand there's people who uh you know the video game community reaches everywhere there's different facets of it and we when we lose people we try to let you guys know so you can keep in your thoughts and prayers thoughts and prayers uh, thoughts and prayers and with that uh chris get the sound effect ready for finally this week john get your vocal cords lubed up and ready to go let me get my honey you, water because <laughs> you will deliver the final piece of news this week chris Finally this week. Finally this week. Ladies and gentlemen, for a more uplifting piece, and we all love a good uplifting piece, this taps into our nostalgia, the three of us. You for guys sure. might be too young to know and appreciate it as much as we do, but Indiana Jones is uh, heading to a video game near you, Bethesda and Lucasfilm. Uh, games have announced that an original Indiana Jones game is in development. The game will be executive produced by Todd Howard. Oh, Lord. With with chief development to be Indiana Jones 76. Uh, (laughs) With chief development to be handled by Wolfenstein dev uh, Machine Games. Mm -hmm. Uh, The teaser gives very little details, but presents a panning across a desk filled with papers, notes, and blueprints ending with with the uh, classic hat and whip being lifted off the desk <clears throat> regarding development schedules. Quote, it'll be sometime. Oh, uh, that's, that's from Todd Howard uh, before Bethesda has more uh, to reveal. <clears throat> we got I, uh, more than a, a, a title, like the title logo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got a teaser. Yeah. yeah it just uh, remains to be seen whether they're going the uncharted route or what, what exactly they're going to do. But um, Sean, what does, what does machine games know? more than any developer right now i don't know john nazis Nazis. yeah i was like i feel yeah, like they oh, were yeah, just yeah. sitting around going guys yeah. have did we you see have we click? finally yeah. <laughs> have we finally oh, had, and oh, the, chief, oh. the chief the chief antagonist in the series aside from the second one is was the was the nazi party yeah so it kind of makes sense from a design perspective um i mean if you think about it i mean you know, uh, machine games has that caricature down, mm-hmm. 
of 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 what Nazis were like. So that's going to be cool. And um, you know, just a quick just a quick throwback. Um, the greatest indie film of all time was Last Crusade, by far. There's no question. Mm. Raiders was pretty classic. Yeah, Raiders is pretty dang Raiders good. Is, Raiders is great. But yeah. compared to Last Crusade, oh. it's a pizza. Jeez. <laughs> I don't know, guys. Kingdom of uh, the Crystal Skull. Those monkey vines. No, what got it on that movie would kill me was the fact too that much hate. Too much that hate. Shia LaBeouf's motorcycle had a digital scale. Knowledge was like their power. Did it? <laughs> it had something that was like definitely not in the time frame of where he should have been. I think the uh, the big concern I have with this when I hear machine games and I think killing Nazis, right? <laughs> that's 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 primarily what I think of when I think of machine games. Uh, and then I think of Indiana Jones, and I think of Nazis. You know, that's definitely a truth. But the big difference between Indiana Jones and Nathan Drake is that Indiana Jones is not some mass murderer that goes around shooting everyone. You know, he has a bullwhip, so I'm quite in- yeah. I'm quite interested to see what the the you know the combat gameplay, if you will, will be. Would just be Indy punching and having a whip. That's cool and interesting, right? Um, I think the fun part would be, of course, you know if they are going to draw something off of say uncharted would be to have cool environmental puzzles that are around, you know, unlocking these historical artifacts and things like that and getting cool history lessons from India as he does it. I think it's actually going to be a mobile game and it's going to be a runner. Like that'd be great. <laughs> oh, that would Temple run cool. too. <laughs> like Temple run. <laughs> you know, that, that would be devastating. You know, it's not going to have Shia LaBeouf in it. In any way, because you know his character Mutt Williams is no longer going to be in the universe. He does not like Spielberg or something like that. I can't find the controversy about that motorcycle now. Maybe I was wrong. Well, it's funny. Uh, they showed. I saw on. I think it was IGN. I saw a picture of uh, an interview with uh, Todd Howard. I think it's when they were doing the 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 roundtable with Microsoft and after the acquisition. If you look behind Todd Howard, you can see. The Raiders of the Lost Ark are idle from the opening of the of the movie, sitting on his bookshelf, hmm. just sitting there. I'm like, huh. well, you know, what he didn't have John, the Holy uh, Grail, because cool. Raiders is the better movie. You don't I honestly believe that, do you? I think Raiders is the more important movie, just because sure. it's the I launch mean, it's, of the franchise. It's the more. It's the more. You would agree that at least Last Crusade is the fan favorite. Yeah, I definitely amazing. Get that. Let's let's yeah. not play this game anymore. No, I love I love both of them. I love all the movies, oh, even Temple the ones that Doom. Stuff. Yes, Doom scared the crap out of me. As a Temple kid, Doom dude, it was terrible. out his heart. Yes, God, and when on that they had the fight on that bridge that was devastating. It, I remember having posters in my room of that. Indiana Jones had the sword, and he was at the bridge. It was just, ugh. But yeah, and, I love and all they, of them. And when they fell out of that airplane. Yes, in that in that boat, uh, from a thousand feet, that was so realistic, dude. Mm-hmm. First off, I see what you did there, and I hate you for it. The fact that that the, the fact that 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 cart just like like leaped like a mm-hmm. hundred feet and then caught onto the rails across the ravine. Yeah, perfectly so realistic. It was so realistic. Yeah, I don't know. Does well. It. You know, I would have been. Just like how Sean Connery found the cup of Jesus. 
I would have been out of all the cups. I would have been yeah. fine with the the boat scene or whatever it was car boat scene if it was 1988 and not 2008 when that movie came out. Same with him getting into a fridge and getting new to cross the desert. <laughs> yeah, we're just making movies that lot things fails up. right flat on its face. Yeah, he just uh, rolls out. He's like, Ugh, I just dust this off and go about my life. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares about the radiation? It's a lead line fridge. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, you know, that's a good way to end. Yeah, the news boys. Yeah, yeah. let's. Uh, is this where we say wrap it up, John? You never say wrap it up. I never do, right? But John, I, don't. I then ask him, "Do you want to wrap it up?" And he says something. Go ahead, John. Twenty twenty one's a different year, man. <laughs> wow. I just don't know how to feel about it anymore. Wow. Jeez. Takes a lot to get that thing on. Just to be safe, Sean, we'll wrap this up. I won't let it die. Electronic mail. It's not news <laughs> of the future. Good God! Um, uh, yeah. Uh, if, uh, this uh, this this and my progressive lenses. Are, <laughs> this has been uh, a day for you. you I know? should just excuse myself. It's been great having need, the fans. You need a nice. You need a nice drink today, folks. Tonight. We're here you to announce today that John will be stepping away from <laughs> <laughs> after a long, uh, cur- successful career. <laughs> If you uh, if you missed it, John is—he's not happy. He had a, a vision. That was, a, that was embarrassing. A vision visit today. Vision visit. One um, vision Friday. He he thought it was news. He, I don't know. It's fine. It's fine. But um, um, you should not. You should not give me a pass on that. You should. You should punish I, me. I'm not. <laughs> oh, Fifty Shades style. Uh, if you want to be cool and contact the show via email, you can do so. WeeklyGamesChat at gmail.com. That's our that's our email for the show. WeeklyGamesChat at gmail.com. Just like our boy Steven and Chris is going to read that email for us. Actually, it's Steven and Joey. Uh, hey, John with an H. John without an H. Sean, S-E-A-N. Sean, S-H-A-W-N. Slash Sean, S-H-A-U-N. He says he knows it's the last one. Uh, and also... <laughs> hey, And also, maybe Chris. Yeah, I'm here. I'm reading your email. Look at you. Aren't you special? Uh, (laughs) Not sure if he is there much anymore. I am. (laughs) Anyway, long-time listener, first-time writer here. Long-time, first-time. Do you remember two or so years ago when you received an email about the anniversary of two people who listened to your podcast? I do remember this. This was an awesome Mm -hmm. moment. That's us. Uh, Or rather... Just me. Oh, yeah, on, I do remember that. Congrats yeah. on that still, you know? Or rather just me on this occasion. She happened to, she happens to be sitting right next to me when Sean sent out his Discord message, so I figured now would be a good time to send in an email. Anyways, as a longtime Monster Hunter fan, my most anticipated game this year for now is the release of Monster Monster Hunter Rise. That's a good pick. That's a good uh, pick. Which may or may not come out on PC. 
This is unless, of course, Breath of the Wild 2 comes out this year by some miracle. As Can you for, imagine, boys? Right. Uh, as for the lady sitting next to me, she is most excited for Hogwarts Legacy, a Harry Potter RPG set to be released this year. You and Sean Exactly. Both. Yeah, yeah. Great email. And yeah. Uh, uh, hold on, Sean. Yeah. He says, that's it for now. Peace out, everybody. Thug life. Your mom's box. Steven and Joey. Yeah, Steven and Joey, y'all, y'all are awesome. Y'all may be the uh, the sh- the couple for the show. I ain't, I don't know yet. Yeah, uh, the show's couple, you know. But uh, yeah, I, I remember that email two years ago. It's crazy how sometimes we can't remember what we talked about as soon as we get done with the show. But moments like that, I remember. Monster Hunter Rise, great choice, uh, and of course, Hogwarts was on my top three. So fantastic choice. Mm. Uh, that is that's the only email we got this this week, which is fine. Uh, there's there's stuff going on and it's we know you live lives fine john it's, it's never fine, fine. they I owe make, us I, listen i make content it'll work it's fine thank you sir for your first email hey let's not make it your last email how about that and and, and to all you boys and girls out there who once again want to write in weekly game chat at gmail.com uh normally i'd go straight over to twitter but since he mentioned the discord i did put a post on discord uh, about basically telling us if they have a most anticipated game coming out this year to send us either an email to that Gmail account or just post it in the discord chat. And we have a few in the discord chat, a mini G what's up homie. Uh, He says, if star Wars battlefront three is actually coming out, it would be that Uh, other than that battlefield six, because if it is cross play, finally being able to play battlefield with my console friends would be great. Uh, Yugler says hitman three. Uh, he liked Hitman and Hitman 2. There's a lot of buzz uh, for, on that one. Yeah, for their experience. Uh, and Hitman was the old Hitmans before the new Hitmans were really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, CDHM says God of War 2 is definitely coming out this year, so I'll say that. Oh, well, there <laughs> you go. Confirmed. I'm, I wish our newsroom had that scoop. Yeah, we need your newsroom <laughs> to be hired. Sorry, John's news team, you're out. Yeah. Uh, Nacho says uh, Hitman 3, Bravely Default 2, Monster Hunter Rise, uh, well, he's he's listed more than one game: Outriders, Back for Blood, God of War, and he's most anticipating the Gotham Knights. Ooh. Nice. Uh, he says every time I finish typing one, I remember it another game. Ooh. 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 <laughs> and he he also says he hopes Batman's uh, optimized for that PC, the Master Race, because that's his uh preferred method of play. Uh, Saul for X says, "Is a new Zelda coming out?" <laughs> we can dream. Uh, our boy Punkhead just basically put Polygon's list of the 50 most anticipated games. Um, and he says it's really hard to say what he's looking forward to. So almost everything on that list. Uh, and then uh, Punkhead also noted the Super Mario uh, uh, Bowser plus Bowser's, uh, what is it? Fury. Fury. Yeah, that's, that's coming out. out. Turns out it's going to be a nice little expansion. Yeah, that's going to be pretty dope if you didn't see that gameplay. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that's how we communicate with our Discord peeps. See, we sometimes we actually include what they say on the show. Uh, and if you're like, well, what else does the community offer? There's a whole bunch of things. I'm looking at uh, all the games we covered. Usually there's a section about those games so the conversation can continue. Uh, you could talk about our music spectacular that Chris does every year phenomenally. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's a nice community. And we have that pinned currently on our Twitter account, which you can find us at Weekly Games Chat. And let's see if we have any new notifications this week. Oh, yeah. this uh, Earlier in the show, I mentioned that we had some listeners. This is an example of one. At Bravo 24 Actual, 
Uh, so that weekly games chat, I'm an Aggie. I bleed maroon. So I hope you appreciate how difficult it is for me, but roll tide. Not that y'all need it, but good luck tonight. Yeah. And he put the gif of uh, Forrest Gump saying Alabama in his military suit. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those that don't know, being an Aggie means you go to Texas A&M and you, um, you definitely have on a uniform. I replied, and Chris may echo this sentiment or not. I don't know if John does. But I said, thank you, sir, and the Aggies have my respect. You know, because we play them, and, and they play us tough every year. So there's there's that. Let me see if we have uh, anything else. What? How far back could I go with the 12th so I could go back to, like, the 31st, right? Right? Oh, yeah. We, right. Did we do it last week? Yeah, we did our games, Chris. Our top five. No, did we uh, check Twitter last week? Yeah. Oh no, I. We I did emails. I remember that. I can go back a long time, right? Holy lord! <laughs> okay, we did read that one from Swarlos wanting the music reviews prior to 2017. Yeah, uh, we did. We did. I Maybe think we I did, did do it last week. So, so then so, you would go back to the fifth. Yeah. 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 So uh, David McClendon retweeted a video of a guy <laughs> kind of making fun about podcasts saying nothing. And it goes on for like, he's, a, he's the video saying that they don't, we don't say anything for 20 minutes. Like he's making fun of podcasts. It's pretty funny. Uh, I, I'm going to go ahead and like that tweet, but the guy who did it, uh, his name is at jogged in UK. So thank you for making fun of what we take serious, sir. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to cry myself to sleep tonight. Exactly. But a lot of people are like, let me write reply. dreams on a piece of paper so I can walk all over it. <laughs> um, he, but he says, no, and uh, David McClendon said, you know, when you guys ramble, ramble, it's actually pure entertainment. I know you all joke about the drone. Uh, so I thought you'd appreciate the humor. For Maybe sure. he wasn't talking about us. We don't talk about the drone. Maybe it was somebody else he mentioned. So yeah, there's that. We got some new followers, which I will definitely uh, mention. And, I think that's it. Let me double check our messages. We don't have any new messages, so this will be quick. Um, let's go to here. Let's go to followers. We do have one new follower at pirate underscore bender. So pirate bender. Thank you so much for the follow, sir. Following you back. Uh, let's see. You're a bender bending. Um, bending you. It's, it's You go on with the bending. It's great. I love it. Um, so yeah, thank you so much for the follow following you back. If you want to be a part of our Twitter community at weekly game chat, we'll get you, um, follow us. You'll see all of our new tweets. We put out things we retweet. Uh, and once again, like I told you, the discord community is still pinned on our Twitter account and, and that'll do it for emails, Twitter and discord this week. And unless the boys, my homies, the OGs, the friends of mine that I love to death have anything else to add. I think this is going to end episode two eighty eight. Wrong. <laughs> oh God. Two. What is it? Two ninety. Oh, two ninety. Yeah. Okay. So two ninety. Episode two ninety. Boys, do you have anything else you want to add? Any breaking news? Any last minute developments? John, no. I know you would say something so smart a right now if you could i am i am tired because uh i was up watching a football game that yeah was did you over. drink last night by the way you can't prove it 
I didn't, and I was going to say I'm I'm tired. It's crazy how that works because we're boomers. Yeah, we're old. So uh, wherever you find us, please make sure to give us a review. Uh, and if you don't want to give us the best review, just take one away. Don't take any more than that. That's not fair, and we don't deserve it. It helps your friends find us just like you found us. Uh, and and you you know look forward to new content every week, just like we brought you this content this week. Top-notch, best podcast of all time. Screw any other video game podcast. War. That's what I do. And if we don't have anything, if we don't have anything else, boys, I'll simply say game on to Chris and game on to John. Game on, Sean. Game on, John. Game on, Chris. Game on, John. <laughs> Peace out, everybody. Yeah.